All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. We got episode 28 of the Fight Cast. Had a lot of stuff happen in the UFC this past weekend. The dominoes are starting to fall. We got a good weekend coming up at the UFC. Someone I'm excited to watch, Cody Garbrandt. Had a good boxing weekend. Oh, well, a light boxing weekend. And uh, Jake should have trusted himself a little bit more. But we're going to break that stuff down. We got some good boxing this weekend. And uh, just some boxing news we'll go over. And then we'll go from there. So UFC this past weekend, UFC 262. This was the lightweight championship that was on the line. There was five fights in total. I picked three. Well, I picked two. I talked about three. Uh, so technically I was two and one, but I only officially picked two. So I was one and one. So first one, we had uh, Barbosa versus, uh, I forgot the other guy. Fought. Barbosa fought Shane Burgos. Uh, that was probably one of the best fights of the night, if not second best fight of the night. But uh, Barbosa is just a dude who's been in the UFC. Everybody knows his game. He's a leg kick guy. He just fucking comes out and hammers your legs. Uh, he, he dropped down to featherweight here. So he, he was fighting at lightweight. He dropped down to the 145 pound division and did his thing. He looked really good. He got caught a couple times. Burgos caught, got caught a couple times as well. This was probably one of the weirdest knockouts I've ever seen. I don't know if you saw it, but um, Barbosa hit him. And like the, I think it was the third round, he caught him with a shot. He hit him, and Burgos is just standing there. And then all of a sudden, he just starts backing up and just falls backwards into the cage. Like it was like a five to 10 second delay. So he hit him, he stepped back, they faced each other. Burgos is like, and then you could just see it in his eyes. And he just literally took a couple steps back and just fell into the cage. And that was it. It's like when, it sounds like when Tyson knocked out Trevor Burbank. Yeah, yeah. And then like five seconds later, he was, he was like leaning on Tyson's. Uh, shoulder and then like five seconds later he like rolled off <laughs> exactly yeah it was just like that and except he was just standing in the middle of like he was like actually squared up with uh <laughs> with barbosa and then he just started like falling backwards and it was like what the hell so yeah it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it like yeah. how, how fucking serious getting punched in the head is yeah um so barbosa and barbosa fucked up his calf and kick it or his leg his shin was bloody as hell it was cut open um from how many kicks he threw and uh, like I said, that dude just – he could probably chop down a fucking tree with his leg. He uh, That's his game. Damn. Just kicks and kicks and kicks, and that's it. Um, but that was one of my favorite fights of the night to watch. Uh, I actually got to watch a lot of these fights with a couple of the guys I do jiu-jitsu with, and they're all from Brazil. So there's a lot of Brazilians, and they were all cheering for the Brazilians at, at that night. So from there, we had, uh, again, the downfall of Tony Ferguson, which is happening right before our eyes. Tony Ferguson fought, fought Benel Dariush and uh, I saw his face. What? I saw his face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two two fights in a row. Tony Ferguson, I'm pretty sure, broke something and didn't tap. Uh, he had a he had a a line after the press at the press conference after the fight. He's like, "Pain is the only thing that's real in life, and that makes me feel in the moment." So apparently, he's a what do they call that? A sadist? They just want to hurt yeah. so, um, <laughs> He got dominated the entire fight. Uh, you know, it was mostly on the ground. Darius just kept him on the ground. Ferguson defended everything, but didn't, you know, didn't have any answers to get up. And he got put into this nasty ankle lock or uh, heel hook. And Darius said he heard something pop in his knee. Ferguson didn't tap once again, uh, just like he did last time against Oliveira. 
Oliveira had him in an arm bar and his elbow folded. Like you could see his elbow fold hyperextended. He didn't tap. He got up, finished the, the fight. This one, he had him in a heel hook. And a heel hook is when you have uh, your heel inside like your arm, uh, the crease of your elbow. And then you lift up, but the knees stays fixed. So essentially you're just twisting the knee right at the oh. And uh, he did that and didn't tap. Darius held it for like 30 seconds. It was fucking ripping at his knee. And Tony Ferguson was just sitting there like this. And he like, he grimaced a little bit, but it was almost like, he's almost like one of these dudes who like, I think like rather be in pain. Like, obviously he's got that much pride, but like, he's just a Dude, he's like, He's like Gary Busey's character from uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, where he just, he just literally like, it's almost like he's trying to end the fight in pain. Like, I don't know. It was just, it wasn't good. Uh, he got dominated. That's three in a row. Three in which his last three losses, he's gotten absolutely demolished. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. You know, he's, I see him stepping into a gatekeeper role because he's still a big enough rank, uh, name where he's going to be uh, a lot for these up and coming dudes. They're going to put him with Tony Ferguson and he'll catch a couple. I'm sure he'll catch a couple of these guys, but it, it looks like he's, uh, his time's coming to an end in the UFC soon. Um, but yeah, it sucks. It sucks to see because Tony Ferguson is a good fighter and he has a very good background, but he's just too, it, it just seems like he's got, no foundation. And he's a fucking punching bag, dude. Yeah. Every time I see him fight or see highlights of him, it's just him. And like, obviously, his skill. Like, you see his skill. Yeah. But probably because he's a sadist, he's one of these guys that has, like, again, what, what, what's defense? Yeah. You know what I mean, what, what, what is that? What, what's slipping a punch? What's moving out of the way? It, like, every time I see him, he's just, his face looks like fucking hamburger. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and he, like I said, he, I don't, I've seen him go you know as he's as he's fought he's progressively gotten worse and it looks <laughs> as though because he doesn't have as i said he doesn't have a foundation in which he's fighting on so it just seems like every time he fights he's he's trying to pull something out of the bag but he has you know when you have skill skill comes from a foundation in which you've built and then you like progress to a certain level and it just seems like he just practices skill there's no foundation only practices the fancy stuff and uh, it, it's showing because he has nothing to turn to when the fancy shit doesn't work. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. Darius looked really good. So whoever he gets next is going to be a problem for him. But um, yeah. And then the title fight, we had Michael Chandler, Charles Oliveira. Uh, I thought Chandler, I think this was the absolute opposite outcome that everyone thought was going to happen. I think everyone thought Chandler was either going to knock out Oliveira or Oliveira was going to submit Chandler. Um the first round was all Chandler. Uh, he well, Oliveira not kicked his front leg out, dropped him to the ground, got up, got his back. Um, Chandler did this crazy like wrestling slam, uh, which you really shouldn't do when you have someone like Oliveira on your back. But he gave up his back and then fought out of it, hit Chandler or hit Oliveira, knocked him down, and then I, the fight was identical in that regard to the fight with Hooker, so where Chandler won. And he hit him a couple, bunch of times. Oliveira went back into his guard or onto his back, took a couple shots, stood up, round ended. Second round comes out. Chandler steps forward. Oliveira just clips him right on the chin, like a clean clip, dropped him, hit him two more times, knocked him down. The fight was over. So Oliveira, you know, he's on a roll. That's- Chandler landed a shot in between that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landed a shot. The reason that he got fucking put down was because he does this shit that I talk about every single fucking week. Yep. He throws a shot 
and his arm is out and his opposite, his offhand is down below his chin. And then he backs up on the center line back to his original position. No lateral movement, no head movement. It's like a fucking statue, like a robot, man. Yeah, it's the worst fucking thing ever, and he deserved to get fucking put down for that dumb bullshit. And the thing is, is like Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas even broke it down too, and was screaming. Yeah, he was like, this, you know, he, he's like, this is what happens when you pose after a shot. Like you land a shot, and you're like, all right, you know, I landed <laughs> something. It, it, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. move your head. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is that, and I don't know if he underestimated Oliveira, but like I don't think anybody thinks. Olivera's got hands like that's not his thing but like he's clearly you know he's stepping up he's doing what he's got to do he's won nine fights in a row uh he's got the belt now I see him as a problem for Dustin and Connor no matter who wins um I think Dustin and Connor should have been rooting for Chandler because I think that would have been a way better fight uh, I don't I don't know that Dustin or Connor at, at this point have a chance with Olivera. maybe I'm wrong but Olivera's got it all he's easily the best at jiu-jitsu in that division and his striking's improving. I mean, it's not like great, but it's not bad compared to like what he's got. And uh, Chandler just, he, he didn't, he looked good, but he looked like in the first round that if he didn't get that knockout, he was like, that was all he had was that left hand. And that was all he was looking for. And he tried to do the same shit he did against Hooker. And I think Oliveira was obviously waiting for it. Um, Oliveira played, you know, after that first time he got rocked, he played a perfect fight after that. And like you said, there, there's no reason Chandler shouldn't have outboxed Oliveira. Like he shouldn't have left his hand down. He should have moved his head off the center line. But, you know, these guys got to figure that stuff out and, and they got to they got to do it because there's not uh, th- th- that doesn't happen if you just move your head. You know, and that's all right. Chandler has to do. And, and like I said, Oliveira is not a striker. It wasn't like a clean hook by any means. It was just like a, a lazy left hook that caught Chandler right on the chin and just dropped him. So Chandler's, you know, I don't know what happens with Chandler here because I, I think all he really has to do is win two more fights. Like he'll have to win one more and then one more uh, to get to back to the title, which I think he can do. It's just the fact that he got the title so early in the UFC. And I think he was, I think it was too early for him. I think he should have had one more fight before he got thrown into the title mix. And then, you know, if he loses another fight, he, he might be in, you know, the bottom of the totem pole again, which, you know, does that make sense for someone in the UFC when he could just go to Bellator? I don't know, but I, th- I think he got tossed in way too soon and he really should have had one more win in the UFC before they just threw him in against Oliveira. And I think Oliveira is a bad matchup for anybody, like I said. But uh, yeah, so this was the pin to fall. Oliveira is now the 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 successor, was it successor to Khabib, the first champion post Khabib. And uh, we'll see what happens because July 10th will be that next one. And uh, it'll be Connor or Dustin who's most likely going to face Oliveira for the title. And uh, like I said, it's going to be a tough fight for whoever ends up fighting Oliveira. So, um, yeah. Um, in other news, uh, tonight, well, actually, uh, last night, one of the guys at uh, Daru Strong, one of the guys that I worked with a little bit in the last couple of weeks, had a fight at, uh, I forgot, the, the, the association is called LFA. I forgot exactly what it stands for. But it's, uh, it's a common, I think Sean O'Malley came from that division and a couple other good fighters. And his name's Tyler Ray. He won by decision last night. Uh, hopefully he's moving to the UFC now. That'd be nice. 
Uh, he was, you know, he's been on the cusp of kind of getting there. He's been one of the top contenders in the lightweight division for that uh, division for a while. So congrats to him. Uh, he's going to hopefully, like I said, we'll keep an eye on, see what happens there. Then tonight we got Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font. Cody Garbrandt making his uh, comeback from, I, I don't even know the last time he fought. I think it was, let me see. I think it was like a year and a half ago. Uh, oh, okay. It was about a year ago. So it was June 6th. Uh, he fought a Sun Tzu and uh, he had a, a pretty big knockout. There it was a pretty uh, fancy knockout. He had that like loaded left, right hand. Then, and he's one of these dudes you would fucking hate watching. I don't know if you ever watched Cody Garbrandt, but yeah, I watched him. he sucks. Yeah. He just is, he lets his emotions get in the way into his fights. Um, and he's not very solid up top. He's had some big wins. You know, he beat Dominic Cruz uh, for the, for the belt in 2016. And then he fought Dillashaw twice and he lost both those fights. And the simply because he let his emotions get to him. That was it. He gets hit, he gets in his head and then he just starts swinging for the fences and just becomes a fucking punching bag with arms. He also is the type of fighter. Every time I've seen him, he gets super excited. Yeah. Um, over nothing. Like he'll do something. He'll be like, yeah. And get all pumped up and get all cocky. And he didn't do anything. Right. Um, I've seen that, obviously I don't watch him like that. Yeah. But I've seen that several instances of that. Yeah. And I think that he's got, you know, he's got star potential in the UFC. He's, he's got the it factor. He has style. Like he's got the power, but it just seems like every time he, he goes against these dudes who, and, and skill for skill, he's easily at the top in the UFC. The problem is, is upstairs. And you could see it just from his personality. It's very much like a hothead personality. One of his most famous uh, like moments in his career to point was when he called out Connor uh, on the Ultimate Fighter. Connor was sitting there talking about TJ and he was calling him a snake and Cody kind of just got in his face and pushed him. And then that was kind of, you know, that's one of these famous lines from the Ultimate Fighter and, and uh, Cody's career. And, and he's just been a hothead. And even during the second one, when TJ actually ended up, Connor actually called what TJ was going to do, which was leave the gym and then basically fuck Uriah, Hall, uh, Uriah Faber and uh, Cody Garbrandt over. And he did. Then Cody Garbrandt, you could see, like, lets this stuff get to him emotionally. He lets it get to him emotionally. He, he uses it for energy, but he uses it in the wrong ways. Like, I, like you said, he very much gets excited over little stuff and then gets way too excited. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Amped up when something bad happens. And he, like, panics almost. And you see it every time he fights he gets into these battles where he just literally just starts swinging and his head just sits here. It's just like this. And his arms just go here. And you know, he's been 50, 50 his past six fights because sometimes he catches people. And then sometimes, you know, most of the time he's the one who gets caught, you know, the last fight he fought against uh, a Sun Tzu. Again, he really, he was kind of losing. You know, he wasn't losing that fight. He looked really good, but his knockout was lucky. He had like this very poorly timed, like bent, I don't even know what the hell he like bent over and then just stood up and knocked him out right at the buzzer. Uh, it was just like a lazy right hook that he caught. That was really hard and fast. And then the fight before that he fought Munoz, Pedro Munoz, and he shouldn't have lost that fight. And again, he just got into a, a punching battle essentially and took like three or four hooks and then finally got dropped. And that was it. Rob font is another one who, you know, he's a good fighter overall. He's had, a, uh, you know, he beat Marlon, Morez, who was uh, the champion at one point in the last couple of years, he beat Ricky Simmons in 2019. So he's been someone who's, you know, up on the rise. And I personally think 
again, my, my question is, is Cody going to let shit get to his head and, you know, get emotional from what I've heard, I've heard, and I've seen in his training, I've seen clips of him training and whatnot, you know, the skills always there. It's just, is he going to be there mentally? And when he gets hit for the first time, is he going to panic? And like you said, if he does something good, is he going to just get way too excited? I'm going to go with a first round knockout from Cody. I think Cody's got it and he's going to come back. And I think that, like I said, I think he's got the it factor. I think he's got everything you need. And I think what's going to happen tonight is he's going to reestablish himself. Uh, he's going to look really good. And I, I you know, I, I, I'm going to pick him to win first round knockout. Uh, and that's really it for the fights for the UFC. Uh, there's no news really. Uh, next week, I think we got, let me see. Yeah, next week we got another fight. And then UFC 263, June 12th is in a couple weeks. We got Marvin Vittori and Adesanya, two championship fights. We got Figueredo and Moreno. And then we got Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards. And actually, we got some really good fights that night. So, uh, but yeah, so that's it for this weekend. Um, good fights overall. Again, Cody Garbrandt, first round knockout. Then we'll get to boxing. So we had, uh, who was it again? It was, uh, Neary versus Figueroa, right? Yeah, Brandon Figueroa, Lewis Neary. Um, it's pretty straightforward, man. There was a lot of, uh, like I said last week, uh, Neary is the type of guy that he's a volume puncher, just throws a ton of punches, doesn't really give a fuck about getting hit. He's uh, been running through guys because he has enough power to put guys down uh, because he throws so many shots. If it's not one of them, you know, if it's not the first shot or the second shot, it might be the seventh or the eighth. The guy, you know, throws volume, like high volume combinations. So, uh, and like I said, with no defense, so it's straightforward. These guys are meeting in the middle. Um, I said last week that my first instinct was to take Figueroa because I love the way that he throws body shots. His body work is great. To yourself. Yep, but... The thing that bothered me, two two things made me uh, decide against that. Uh, one was the more I watched Figueroa, the more I became irritated at the fact that he was taller than everyone else and he would make himself smaller. Um, he would land body shots, these beautiful body shots, and then stop that work and then lean on the guy, become small. And I'm like, okay, that that's, that's where Neary is going to want him. And then I listened to Sean Porter's podcast and they all picked – uh, Lewis Neary and Sean Porter even said, Oh, Neary's going to wash him up. Like it wasn't even going to be close. Um, and then, so those two things, like me watching, I'm like, Ah, yeah, you know, he does, he does make these mistakes. And, and uh, Figueroa knocks him out with a beautiful body shot in the seventh round. Yep. So, you know, yeah. Basically, what that tells you is that I know more about <laughs> boxing than Sean Porter and everyone that's on his fucking podcast. Right. <laughs> what that tells you. Listen to our podcasts. Yeah, listen to ours. We do like. I mean, what is what is what have I? I've got like six fights wrong since we Maybe. started doing this yeah. thing. Maybe I had a rough. I've had a rough stretch in the UFC, but yeah, you had a stretch of a couple of weeks where you didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah. I literally got everything wrong, but we're we're getting back. We're coming back. Yeah, yeah. Back on track. Um, yeah. So that that uh, yeah, I got to trust my gut. Um, tonight though, tonight um, I have I have. A, a similar problem tonight. So we got Josh Taylor versus Jose Ramirez for the undisputed junior welterweight championship. It's for all the belts, all four of the ones that are real. And then all the other bullshit ones that are fake, like the 
the regular and fucking interim and ring magazine and fan favorite, whatever the franchise, whatever the fuck these, these made up belts are that they have now it's for all of them. Um, it's going to be another one. That's going to be action packed. Like this Jose Ramirez is another volume puncher. Um, one, the thing that makes this really interesting is that they're both tall, long junior wealth, 140 pounders. Mm-hmm. I think they're both 510. Um, and Josh Taylor's a southpaw. Difference is that Ramirez is a m- more straightforward volume puncher. Again, one of these guys doesn't really seem to care about getting hit. Josh Taylor can fucking box, man. Like, really fucking box. He's smooth. He's really crisp with his shots. Uh, got pretty quick hands. Um, but he he tends, and I think this is because he's Scottish, he tends to fall into these traps where if a guy lands something on him, he, like, needs to – he feels like he needs to prove how tough he is, and he sits on the inside. Again, again one of those things where, like, much like I said about Brandon Figueroa, he makes himself smaller sometimes. Um, so that's going to be interesting. So I think, like, I think we're going to see these little pockets where Josh Taylor ends up doing that, finds himself in a slugfest at at these moments. Uh, the one thing about both the guys, they both have great chins. Uh, you got to have a chin when you're Jose Ramirez because you throw so many punches, you get hit so much because you don't fucking move your head. Um, Josh Taylor, I see, I've seen him get cracked a few times. Um, much less than Ramirez because he actually, like I said, he boxes. He mo- he moves. He moves his feet way better than he moves his head. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's it's still good. It, it allows him to create um, angles um, consistently, um, and he's really really good at landing counters off of those angles. He cuts an angle, lands a counter, cuts an angle. It's it's really it's really nice to watch. Um, so I think it's it's going to be action packed. I think we're going to find those spots where where these guys are going to you know lean against each other and throw shots. Um, I don't. So my heart is going with. I've had a lot of fighters that I've liked that I've rooted for in my life, and I remember I got really really upset, so upset that I, I beat someone up in a street fight right after it. Uh, but when Mike Tyson lost to Lennox Lewis. Like I took it pretty hard um, and someone was like coming out of a bar and was like, Oh, did you see that fight? And it was like talking shit about Tyson. So I, I had to put my hands on him. <laughs> but other than that, I've never really felt like I had a stake in something like this. Yeah. Like being Scottish and like there aren't, it's, it's weird. Like the Scots and the Irish are known for fighting, Yeah. but for some reason when they get in the boxing ring, uh, they fuck it up. You know what I mean, and I think it's mostly because they just like to get hit, so it doesn't they don't fare well in a in a boxing match. But again, Josh Taylor can fight. Um, we don't we haven't had a lot of Scottish champions, so my heart is in this. I'm really really rooting for Josh Taylor, but I don't pick fights with my heart. Oh shit! Sure. With my head. Oh shit! Sure. Um, and my head is telling me that Josh Taylor is going to win this fight anyway. You know hey. I mean, I I I, I think. I think there's a there's a there's a good chance that we get a knockout, but I think so. So uh, Ben Davidson, who trained uh, Tyson Fury in the first 
um, Wilder fight mm-hmm. is training uh, Josh Taylor. And he's got him. Um, I mean, the plan is we want him to move around, keep his distance, box Ramirez. Because, again, Ramirez just fucking gets hit and goes forward. So he can outpoint him. It's not going to happen the whole fight because uh, Taylor is a Scotsman and that's not what they do. But I think that he's going to box him enough to win a decision. Hmm. Like I said, I think there's, there's, there's a good chance we get a knockout because there's going to be a lot of shots thrown, a lot of fucking power shots, a lot of shots landed. But my prediction is that Josh Taylor does enough to stay on the outside outpoint Ramirez, outbox him, and he wins a decision, and he becomes the undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world. And he can wave that fucking Scottish Scott flag high. There we go. All right. So we got Josh Taylor. And what's What was the prediction? You know, uh, decision? Decision, yeah. Right. So Josh Taylor by decision tonight. Uh, also, also, I'm not going to break it down because it's not worth it, but Elvis Rodriguez is fighting again. Uh, also a junior welterweight, Freddie Roach's guy. Nice, no, no, no. amazing. He's he's amazing. He's fun to watch. Um, he always does his little because his name is Elvis. He always does his little guitar fucking mm-hmm. playing after he knocks everyone out. This probably this guy's another whoever he's fighting is probably another fucking just a corpse they threw in front of him. He's probably gonna <laughs> knock him out too. Um, so the undercard is actually good. Hank Lundy's on the undercard, so it's gonna be a good undercard. Also, too, Rodriguez so. is on this as well. Huh? He's on this undercard. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. So it'll be a, it should be a fun a fun night. Yeah. All right, good. Um, yeah, and other news, we got boxing news. Uh, obviously, this actually was a lot of stuff. So just another Duru Strong at my gym guy, Sullivan Barrera. He's fighting uh, Gilbert Gilberto Ramirez, who I just found out was 41-0. and 0. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, we're rooting for Sully. We've been training him for a while, so he's looking good. We'll see what happens. But that's coming up June, uh, June, July 9th uh, on DAZN. Um, other news, we got, uh, drama with Tyson Fury and stupid ass Deontay Wilder, who's fucking up a fight that, uh, he doesn't even deserve. Yeah. I don't even, and maybe you know more about this. I'm, I'm assuming this was because of the first fight. Cause it was a draw, right? Yeah. So, so what happened here was Wilder took, uh, the decision to court, and because the first fight was a draw, Wilder, which I don't even know why this is a thing. I, I, I guess I, I guess I understand why it's a thing, but um, he lost. He sh- should have lost the first fight too. The only reason he it was a tie was because he knocked him down. And he's getting a second fight or a third which fight. Anyone, which, which anyone who knows anything about boxing knows that Fury boxed the fuck out of him that first fight too. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, they only show the knockdown because you know that was the highlight of that fight, but. You know, I don't know what's going on here, but Wilder, he really needs to just stop. He's going to get embarrassed again. And this is probably going to put more of a tarnish on his name after this because he's, I don't know. But so what happened was Wilder went uh, to court. They ruled that Tyson Fury has to fight Wilder by September. And what was going on, if you've been paying attention to us and you've been paying attention to boxing, is Fury and Joshua was set for August. And I think it was in Saudi Arabia and they had all the things that were done there and they figured out everything, the venue, the contract, and it was about to be signed. And Fury now has to fight Wilder, I guess, because of the contract. And it sucks. I don't know what's going to happen. I, the only reason I 
care is because, you know, anything can happen in a boxing match. Wilder's not a good boxer, but he does have power. He could knock out Tyson Fury. He could do whatever. You know, he could ruin this Joshua fight. He could, whatever. He could put just a... He already fucking ruined it. Yeah. So it's uh, it sucks because I want to see Joshua versus Fury. Th- those are the two that should be fighting. And Wilder just sticking his nose in it because he's jealous and because he sucks. Yeah, we, we there was there was we were going to see an undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, um, and this guy fucking ruined it because he's a pussy. Yeah, that's all it is. He's a crybaby bitch. Um, he's obviously got mental problems. Um, he should probably go fucking check himself into a nut house because yep. uh, he's a fucking weirdo. And now he's putting like uh, all these videos out of him like with some new trainer, working the mitts and like moving his head. Um, hey, just like Ben Askren, okay? You can't learn how to box in fucking two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So fuck off. Yeah. Let the real boxers do what they do. You you go back to fucking, again, like however much money you've made in your career. I mean, you live in Alabama. You could probably buy half of the houses in the state in that shithole. Anyway, just live your life. He's like, hey, going out here and fucking ruin this. Like we got a huge fight scheduled and he fucking comes in at the last minute. We Like we've been waiting months for announcements on the Fury Joshua fight. Yeah. And he comes in it right after it's announced and fucking ruins it for everyone. It's like yeah. fuck off, man. Yeah. And I don't I, like I said, I don't know, I don't know why this is even a thing. Like I, I get the whole going to court thing for it, but like you know, it just sucks because like everyone's been waiting for this fight. Like you just said, everyone has been waiting for Joshua Fury. And this is like an actual fight. Like this is something that you go into and it's like who could like either guy, I mean, we all think Fury's gonna win, but like either guy has a sh- actual shot here. And with Fear, with Wilder, we saw it twice. What else do we need to see? Like yeah. the only reason this he is got outboxed twice. Yeah, and he caught Tyson on one lucky uh, right hand. That's all he's got. Even if he does move his head, he's not going to move his head enough because Fury's got him figured out now. And he clearly showed that in the second fight when he his fight got stopped because he was yeah. getting absolutely demolished and his ear was bleeding. Like, what is he? I mean. If he wants to look like an idiot again, I guess that's that's what you got to do. Is like you got to put your pride on the line because that's it. But you know he's he's just he's easily going to fade off into mediocrity after this, and this could put a lot of shit into doubt for him too because a, a fight with Fury would make sense down the line. Like it would make sense if Fury beats Joshua again, fights Ruiz, and then fights Wilder. But now it's just like this is it. Like he's going to lose again, and then. He's not gonna ever get a shot at the title again as long as Fury is champion, you know. And like, then we're gonna have to wait even longer for this Joshua uh, Fury fight, which is probably not gonna be until the end of the year now, if that, if nothing goes wrong. Um, but yeah, so it just kind of sucks. And you know, I, I really want Fury to beat the shit out of him now. Like, I want Fury to just fuck this dude up even worse. He, and- he will. Uh, Deontay Wilder is not. He's he's just not a boxer. He he doesn't have. He's not one of these guys that has a high ring IQ. Um, he uh, he's he's a very okay. emotional guy. You you see even like like when 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 he knows he has a guy hurt, he gets all like all like like cocky and shit. Like he's a very uh, he's he's an immature fighter. Even though he's got f- over forty fights, he's an immature fight. He fights like he's got fifteen fights. Yeah, you know. And I I yeah, it's just I, I don't want to. I don't give a fuck. Let's get this dumb shit over with so we could, you know, move on to real play. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of real fights and uh, other news, huge news. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence. Yeah, I was about to say that next, yeah. Set for, set for August 21st, I think. That was kind of out of nowhere, I feel like. Well, no, they've been talking about it for a while. Have they? I mean, they, yeah, it was, it was discussed uh, um, like back in February when they were talking about Pacquiao's like, list of, of potential opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even when Ryan Garcia came out and said that shit, I think we actually talked about it, that yeah. Pacquiao was, was looking to Spence as one of his potential opponents that, yeah. and it wouldn't make sense to fight Garcia who doesn't have a belt. So like, even back then they, they were discussing it. So now it's, it's finally happening. So Pacquiao's gonna fuck that's it. fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be a good fight. Um, yeah. I'm excited to definitely, I'm definitely excited to see that. I think even in his old age, Pacquiao is going to give Spence the work, but. We'll talk about it as we get closer. Um, yeah, and I think that's it for uh, boxing news. I don't think there's really anything else. Um, no. Oh, Jake Paul signed a deal with Showtime, with Showtime Boxing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't so, see So that, that's the world we live in. So that's the thing. That's so annoying. Wait, so he's done with Triller? Apparently. Unless his fucking deal allows him to fight with fucking Triller. I don't know. I, I don't I don't. Why would they? Why would Showtime Boxing? Who Showtime was supposed to take over for HBO? HBO has like a very, like strong, um, serious, respected legacy when yeah. it comes to boxing, and and boxing commentary and and fights that they put on, and Showtime was supposed to take over for they were there. You know, HBO boxing isn't the thing now. Showtime boxing is is that's where you go. When really, like, the zone has actually become that. The zone has all all the great fights. Yeah. Um, and now, 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 Showtime is like making a mockery of this whole thing by signing Jake Paul. So, you know, fuck off. No. Yeah, I have to listen. Chael Sonnen had him on. I want to listen to the interview. But I, why do these guys keep doing this? Because uh, it gets some views. It, it's like, but it's Chael Sonnen had a whole video about how Jake Paul got him views and like how significantly. Or how his videos about Jake Paul got significantly more views than. Wait, so Chael Sonnen doesn't actually care about um, breaking down and talking about fights and shit like that. He wants to be an entertainer, yeah. just like everyone else. I'd rather be a rock star or a pop star than actually fucking something I'm good at. You know, yeah. what are you fucking twelve years old? It sucks. Um, but yeah, so that's really it this week. I slap the shit out of Chael Sonnen. <laughs> the guy who never lost a round but lost all his fights. But anyways, so I challenge him right now. If he hears this, I fight me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting angry. I'm just start calling out everyone. Sure. It's cool too because I live in LA, so it's like I like I'm not hard to find. Like I go to all these guys. Every guy that I call out, I'm sure I'll run into him. I don't know where he lives. So, um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Again, Cody Garbrandt looking at a first round KO tonight against Rob Font. We got the Josh Taylor decision. Uh, from Jake for his prediction. And then, uh, yeah, so that, that's about it this week. We talked about the news. If you guys have any questions, comments, anything you want us to look at, talk about, let us know. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.